Hey guys, I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We continue in our New Testament postcards, 2 John. Today we look at verses 7 and 8. Truth sometimes is attacked, but John was right there to defend it. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but we receive a full reward. Why was John so confident to fight for the truth? Here we see John, the apostle of, bare his teeth as the son of thunder. With the same intensity he and his brother James had when they asked Jesus if they could command fire to come down from heaven and consume the Samaritans who rejected Christ, he attacks those who attack the truth of the gospel. The reason John hated false teaching so much was because he loved people so much. John knew personally that Jesus was and is the very Son of God who came to this earth as a man, lived a perfect life, suffered, and was crucified, buried, and then defeated death by raising from the grave. Without the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus the Messiah, all mankind would be eternally hopeless. No one has ever been or ever will be able to live such a sinless life. No one but Jesus. For the false teachers to hint or even say that Jesus Christ did not come in the flesh and live and die for the sins of mankind undermines all that Christianity believes. Satan is a liar, and I am always amazed at those who would rather believe Satan's lies than Jesus' truth. I guess the simple fact that many refuse to believe that they are accountable to the creator of the universe and will kneel before him someday. Sadly, many think that if they refuse to believe something, then it will not come to be. They don't realize that God's word is unchangeable and kneeling before God is unavoidable. In verse 6, John is calling for love. In verse 7, he's confronting liars and those who are against Christ. You can be a loving person and a thunderous person at the same time. When God's truth is attacked, Paul encourages friends in Corinth to stay aware of what was going on by keeping their eyes open, to stand firm what they believed, not to back down or quit fighting, but insist that all the watching and standing and fighting is wrapped in love. You see, John's world was filled with deceivers whose descendants sadly have stuck around and still live in our world today. If Satan could use false religions to confuse the world that the incarnation of Jesus Christ never happened, he could cause doubt on God's entire redemptive plan. Why do you think there is such an attack on Christmas? Why have most religions denied that Jesus Christ ever took upon himself a human form and walked on our earth? Why do some religions acknowledge the reality of Jesus Christ, but only to the point of him being like a good man and an influential prophet? Why? Because if Jesus Christ is God, who came to this world in the flesh, lived a perfect life, was crucified and buried, and then rose from the dead, they would have to admit God's word is the truth, and either they have to submit to it or suffer the consequences of rejecting it. The many, false, or the many deceivers that John is referring to here were cowardly to confront John himself. They, they looked for easy targets. They go after those who would not yet learn the Bible or God's word, or what it has to say about sin, forgiveness, salvation, and the simple fact that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man will ever come to God but through faith in the truth of him in the gospel. If most really knew what the false teachers believed, they would run. 
Interestingly, Satan is a great imitator but a lousy creator. All he can do in his limited power is to copy and paste with just enough error to trick the followers into believing a lie. These lies are inevitably based on pleasing the flesh rather than pleasing God. John dealt heavily with the same problem in his first epistle. In a way, 2 John could be considered the cliff notes or, uh, to 1 John. It's just about 300 words written on what could be the size of a postcard. John restates his warning regarding false teaching deceivers. If the incarnation had never happened and Jesus Christ had not come as God in the flesh, much of the Bible would have to be rewritten. But Jesus did come, and he will come again, and these truths written in God's eternal word are unchangeable. Thank you, Jesus, for coming, dying, and promising to come back again. Verses like, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms or mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Keep your spiritual eyes open. You're responsible for you. We cannot be fed baby food all our lives, okay? We must learn to feed ourselves. Not only do we need to guard and look out for ourselves, but we're responsible for our own growth and cannot blame pastors or parents, principals, or any other person for our lack of knowledge of the truth. It is up to us to keep the deceivers off our backs. When an epidemic or a contagious disease hits the area, it's wise to distance yourself from those people who can harmfully infect you. Why do you believe what you believe? Is it because mom or dad said so? Is it because your church or preacher believes it? How do you know your sins are forgiven? How do you know that you'll be permitted into heaven and into the very presence of God someday? God's word has a lot to say about eternal rewards. Salvation is a free gift of God, which cannot be earned or worked for. Rewards are an additional blessing from God offered to those who are faithful to him. So it's possible to receive a partial reward, a tiny reward, or almost an empty reward? Uh, I, for one, do not know. So we should all desire to follow John's example and take advantage of every opportunity to stand for truth and share it with everyone we can. All As believers, we must continue to obey God's commands, demonstrate our love to others, and guard the truth. The result? A life blessed by God with overflowing grace, mercy, and peace. Don't let deceivers steal your witness, your reward, or your joy. Lord, thank you for coming in the flesh, coming to earth to save me and all my friends. Hey, our time's up, uh, but I hope you're getting something out of this study. But today is the day the Lord made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. And I hope that you have a really good day.